Welcome to the Orange County chapter of the American Advertising Federation's podcast. This podcast is all about talking to different individuals in the marketing and advertising community of Orange County. Today, we're going to be talking about creativity. We have Fernando Del Rosario here, and when you think about creativity, you should think of Fernando. Fernando is not just an art director, but he's also a teacher at the Art Institute of California, Orange County, and he's also an artist with the Real Heroes Collection. The Real Heroes Collection is all about taking different inspirational quotes from various inspirational people and combining it with superheroes. Welcome, Fernando. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. Thank you for having me. So, of course, the first question is talking a little bit about creativity, of course, right? Sure. So, we want to go through your information as far as an artist, as far as being a teacher. But let's start with advertising because this is the advertising podcast. Uh, can you give us a little bit of background as far as what you've done in advertising and maybe some of the clients that you've worked with? Sure, sure. Uh, so I originally came from Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. That's where I uh, graduated art school at Center for Creative Studies. And uh, I spent a couple of years there working at Campbell Ewald. But then um, Wonderman, uh, working on Taco Bell, was what brought me out here to uh, Irvine. Uh, I started working with the Wonderman agency. Uh, they wanted to build out a team out here to serve as Taco Bell. Um, and it was wonderful. Uh, we were brought from different places uh, throughout the states uh, to build out a team. And from there, I was able to work on so many different ad agencies uh, like BBDO, um, InOcean, uh, and uh, YNR. Um, but also, I was able to you know work with some agencies up in LA too, like David and Goliath. I uh, was part of the Warner Brothers in-house agency at one point in time. Uh, but uh, about four years ago. I decided to go independent. Uh, I wanted to kind of flip my world upside down. Mm -hmm. And instead of working for one uh, agency at a time, uh, why not work with multiple agencies uh, <laughs> in, in various times, in, in various projects and, and brands. So I've had a very, very um, wonderful, fulfilling, and continue to have a wonderful, fulfilling career uh, within the ad world. Oh, great. Yeah. So obviously, everything you've, we've been talking about today is about creativity. Uh, why did you initially decide to get into advertising? Well, uh, so my father was a architect. Uh, my sister was a fantastic um, graphic designer. And I've always been in and around uh, creativity. Um, I used to draw my own comic books. Uh, when I grew up in the Philippines. And, uh, you know, we lived a very humble life. And so uh, I, I always had something inside of me. That, that needed to come out. And um, expression through uh, illustration, drawings, design, uh, and eventually being able to uh, craft a story um, through whatever medium it may be, whether it be video, uh, ads, uh, billboard, direct mail, uh, that was something that was just really intuitive for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and the art school was really, um, was one of the places that really kind of brought that out. Oh great, so that's where you went, that's where you studied? Yeah, so I studied at Center for Creative Studies, uh -huh. uh, which is an art school in downtown Detroit. Fantastic, fantastic. So creativity, of course, means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. What would you say your definition of creativity is? So creativity is a uh, formless, timeless uh, type of energy. Okay, and what I mean about that is that um, you know, creativity is all around us. It's everywhere. I mean, you look on the floor and, and you look at the grains on the wood floor, there's, there's, there's creativity there, you know? Um, 
you know, you, you look out in, in, in the clouds and you see, you know, the cloud formations. There's creativity there. You know, you're, you're sitting in the, <laughs> you're sitting in a toilet and you're looking at, at a, at a uh, tissue paper, right? A toilet paper, and you see patterns there. There's creativity there. So it's everywhere. Uh, and so I've kind of coined this term that what if, what if we just think that creativity is like a form of energy, right? And, and, and energy is all around us. Uh, it, it, it flows through us, it, we, we, we see it or we don't see it, but we know it's in and around us. Mm -hmm. uh, it, never, it never dissipates, okay? It just transforms. Energy never goes away. It always just evolves into something else. Mm -hmm. And so if you think of creativity in that fashion, um, it really kind of frees up your mind. And, and from that sense too, it's like your interpretation of creativity and my interpretation of creativity is totally different. How creativity comes to you and how creativity inspires you and from there what you do with that inspiration is totally different than what I would do with that inspiration, with that creativity. So that being said, um, you know, everyone is creative. Everyone has access to this energy. Mm -hmm. uh, how we utilize it, how we use it, how we craft it based on what you do, based on what I do, is absolutely different. Um, and it's really interesting. We'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more about this as far as like how do you then, how do, what does that have to do with advertising and design and layout mm -hmm. and, and artistry? Mm -hmm. And it's all very different within each other. But it's, at the end of the day, it all comes from like this giant source, unlimited source uh, that is out there. Um, I'm going to end it with. Uh, you know, Maya Angelou says, you, you can never use up creativity. Mm -hmm. The more you use it, the more you have it. Yeah, it's a great quote. Right? Definitely a great quote. So, yeah. so as far as advertising goes, um, obviously advertising has changed a lot over the years. Uh, when I first started, it was a lot of television, a lot of radio, a lot of print. Nowadays, everything's digital. So in 2018, how do you feel that advertising has changed? And, and, and is it as important as it used to be? Because something that's the most creative is not always the most effective when it comes to digital advertising. Sure, sure. Uh, so the evolution of advertising, right? Uh, it, it's really fascinating because, you know, right now we we live in a time where, um, you know, we're able to reach so many different people in in, in every parts of the world in an instant mm -hmm. almost, right? Uh, we're back in the day. Uh, there is television. There's print. There's billboard and there's direct mail and and, and pop, uh, and it's very limited in who and how we can reach people. Now we we have this amazing opportunity to be able to touch people in so many different ways in so many different fashions, mm -hmm. um, and so for us to look at how we do business now in the, in the business of advertising. Um, and how, if we look at it the same way that we used to look at it 10, 15 years ago, it's an absolute mistake. It, what works for TV doesn't work for an online video, a bumper, or a pre-roll. Okay? So we need to be able to look at each of these medium, each of these uh, uh, objectives a little bit differently. Now, with that being said, I think we need to be able to draw from the stuff that we know what to do well, as mm -hmm. far as being able to tell a story properly, being able to inspire people, being able to still come up with this big picture idea, right? The umbrella, as I call it. Uh, the umbrella of the, the, the big idea. 
Because from that big idea, all these things starts to fall out of it. How you execute a YouTube bumper, how you'd execute a digital banner, how you'd execute a social media approach. Um, but if they all ladder up to this big picture idea, um, they all make sense with each other, are all related to each other. It's a very valid point because obviously as you think about it, our attention spans are getting so much shorter. You know, it used to be a full 30 second spot as you just mentioned. But you know, people have two seconds to look on Facebook or they're scrolling through their feed really rapidly and they need something to really kind of catch their eye like immediately. So it's very interesting how the creativity of the actual messaging is extended to the platform or the way that it's presented as well. So it just adds to the fun of the creativity, trying to think of something different. Absolutely. You know, uh, being a creative uh, in, in this space is absolutely wonderful and fantastic and I love every minute of it. Uh, it, it, it continues to inspire me in what it is that I do, whether it be just in advertising or design, teaching, being an artist, it, it all feeds within each mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. Actually, that ties perfectly into my next question, which is, you know, you've worked on a number of different agencies and different clients. Uh, we worked at YNR together years ago. Mm -hmm. How do you create a niche for yourself? You know, being an independent person that works on all these different clients and all these different places. And there's a lot of art directors out there. There's a lot of creative directors out there. How, how do you create a niche for yourself? Sure. Um, one of the things that I uh, can draw upon is my insatiable hunger, desire, drive, whatever you want to call it, to just work. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I got this uh, this this from my mother, from my uh, my family. This this we are a workhorse. Um, we will work, and. Um, I'll, I'll outwork anyone, okay? <laughs> and, and that's a challenge, right? I'll, I'll, I'll work anyone. <laughs> and the thing is, is that, you know, we sit down, we, you know, you give us a project, we, you know, have at it, and we'll work, and I will outwork you. <laughs> that's the bottom line. And that's a challenge, right? Now, here's the fun, here's the fun thing about that, is that, is that if that other person outworks me, right? You know, we, 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 we like, that person outworks me, fantastic. I want to be that guy's or that gal's best friend. I want to be friends with that person, right? Because they will make me better, right? The fact that they are able to outwork me, they'll make me a better person, a better creative. Mm -hmm. I am able to function within, uh, you know, four, five, six hours worth of sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I my, to me, my, I call it the witching hour, which is, you know, between uh, one to two o'clock in the morning till till four or five o'clock in the morning. Wow! Um, <laughs> and I, I, you have I, a family too, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but that's when th that that witching hour I call it is is when my phone doesn't ring, my email doesn't ding. Um, I'm able to lose myself within that time, and time stops mm -hmm. or slows down. Okay. Okay. And you can focus. It I can like, focus. Yeah. And I can create as many things as I want. Uh, the, my artwork, most of my artwork is created within that time. Um, my concepting uh, usually come, uh, uh, happens within that time. Though. I want to jump to the next role as far as creativity goes. I know that you're also a teacher at the Art Institute in Orange County. And I wanted to find out, you know, why did you get started in this and why did you decide to take on teaching students? Sure. So uh, in early 2000, like 2001, um, 
I was in this amazing trajectory of my career. I was doing a lot of TV production. Uh, I was going in a lot of shoots. I was doing print production. Um, I was learning all these wonderful things. Um, and, and at some point I realized, I wanna share this with someone. I wanna share this to as many people as I can because the things I was learning, the things I was doing was absolutely exciting. And you know, who am I just to kind of keep this excitement to myself? You know, I, I wanted to literally just give it away. Like, I want to show people what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, not to brag by no means, but to just be able to uh, share and inspire, hopefully. And so the best, the, the, the best thing I could think of was like, well, is there an art school around mm -hmm. that, uh, that I can do lectures in? Because I, I had no idea how, what, at what venue and how I was going to do this. So I literally called the Art Institute, um, and it happened to be they had just opened up the Orange County campus, and it was their first year, and they were actually looking for instructors. Oh, great. We're not perfect. <laughs> it's funny how the universe works, right? Uh, and so they, they brought me in, and I went in for an interview. I did a quick uh, lecture, uh, and they gave me, uh, they, they took a risk, um, and gave me a class, and I've been teaching one class, sometimes two, three class a week for the last 15 years. Wow, that's great. And so, oh, sorry, I was just going to ask, what is the topic? Is it just creativity <clears throat> or is it design? Is it about putting sure. your book together? Is it a combination of everything? All, all of it. Uh, so the Art Institute of Orange County is a, Art Institute in general, is a quarterly school, means, uh, which means uh, every quarter is 11 weeks long. And so I have a new class every 11 weeks, okay? And uh, I teach, uh, I've taught within the design school, you know, everything that is uh, graphic design, layout, uh, branding, mm -hmm. uh, to marketing and advertising. Um, you know, from, we do full-on integrated campaigns from TV to print to digital, social, and so on. Um, and also, I I've taught um, portfolio classes. You know, right now I'm teaching a portfolio class and what I do is, these are students that are graduating from the Art Institute. And <clears throat> so what I do with this class is I take them to different ad agencies. Mm. And, and, and they, they do a mock-up interview, which means um, every week they meet with a creative director or art director, senior level creative, and they present their book. And it's, it's, it's a way for them to get used to interviewing. Right, um, because there's nothing worse when you graduate from school and you go in for that first interview and you're, it's your very first interview. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of prepare them for that. And that's my job. My job is to prepare them to do my job. That's great. So like, what would you say maybe surprised you the most about this experience of teaching these children? Sure. Or kids, I should say. They're, they're college age kids, right? Yes, okay. college, yes. This, uh, it's a four year degree, mm -hmm. degree school. Uh, and what's wonderful about that is that within the last 15 years of teaching, that it opened up so many different opportunities for me. Um, I got my master's degree in education, educational leadership. Oh, wow. Um, yes, and it was really wonderful. Uh, it was very difficult for me to have, have done. Um, I was able to accomplish that, and that opened up uh, opportunities for me to teach at Cal State Fullerton. Oh, wow. Uh, I've lectured at Cal State Long Beach, uh, Chapman University. But to answer your question as far as like, what is the surprise? Um, the surprise was, was been, um, since teaching now for 15 years, I have students calling me years and years later 
Uh, I, I had one as recent as, uh, you know, maybe a month ago. You know, she called me and she's like, Fernando, I just got, I just got a creative director position. Oh, wow. You know, and, and, and they tell me, it's like, you know, I still hold on to the lessons that, that, that you taught me. I still remember the classes that you've, you've taught. Wow, and great. And it's really, it's really fascinating and wonderful for me to be able to hear that and, and, and to see these guys' careers, you know, take off. And I was nothing but a blip. Mm -hmm. in their in their journey and, and to be but to be have been part of that is really really fantastic that's so nice to hear that feedback too and i'm sure that all of that makes that worth it right and i'm <laughs> yeah. sure that not that you need more creativity or more inspiration in your life but i would imagine that this adds to it as well absolutely so i i've coined the term that uh i feel that i am a better teacher uh or let me rephrase that I feel like i am a good teacher because i'm in the industry you know, I, I'm actually working within the industry. I'm a better creative because I teach. Oh, nice. Okay? Uh, because I hold myself accountable to what I teach. You know, I don't want to be that teacher that, that says, do what I say, not what I do. Okay? I, I, I hold myself accountable and this is the best way for me to do it. And so every, every class I teach, it's almost real time. Real time, the things that I'm doing, the things I'm learning, I'm passing down onto them. Mm -hmm. So let's jump to your third role as far as creativity <laughs> goes. I know for the past number of years, you've been working in the art world and you've created your own art collection, I should say, the Real Heroes Collection. Uh, tell us a little bit about how this started and what the theme is and how it came about and sure. kind of maybe the reaction of how, how this is going so far. Right. Okay, so this is something that has been in my head literally for the last 32 years. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? It's 32 <laughs> years in the making. Uh, and <clears throat> uh, I went home one day to, to my mother's house and I collected comic books. And I went down to her basement and there were, here there are all my comic books. And they were all in their bins and they were all water damaged. Uh, they're not worth anything. They've been read through. Uh, some of them were, had some discolorization on it. And I didn't have the heart to throw them away because um, they, you know, they gave me so much joy when I was young. Um, I, I didn't have the heart to just give them away either. Uh, so I went home. I went, came back here to Orange County and um, I was driving home and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And the, 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 the idea was that you know, people think that superheroes are fictional characters. Like, they don't exist. Like, Batman doesn't really exist. Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, all of them doesn't really exist. When in reality, there are real-life heroes in this world, right? They're the, they're, they're the Martin Luther King Juniors, mm -hmm. the JFKs, the Maya Angelou's, uh, the Michael Jordans mm -hmm. of the world, the Bruce Lee's of the world, right? Lee, These yeah. are real-life people, heroes, uh, they've lived among us, mm -hmm. that walks among us, and they have said some extraordinary things. Uh, and so I asked my mom, I was like, Ma, I have an idea. Please send those, those comic books over to me. I, I'm gonna do something with them. And so she packaged them up, and over 150 pounds of comics wow. flew over to me. <laughs> and, um, and what it is, the idea of the artwork is, is a mashup. It's a mashup between real life heroes and fictional heroes. And the, and the concept and the, and the idea that I wanted to do, I, want, I knew I wanted to create a piece of artwork, a piece of collection that I wanted to showcase and share to the world. 
but I wanted to have it be a a um, a non a, a non passive art piece. And what mm -hmm. I mean about that is that you know you've been to art museums, you've been to galleries, and you look at an art piece and you go, okay, and you move on, right? I, I wanted to create something that engages you. I wanted something to create to create something that that grabs you, you know, holds on to you, yeah. right? And it's a, it's a multi step process first the pattern kind of draws you in you go there and you realize holy crap this is these are comic books these are pages and you look and you dive a little bit deeper and you see the patterns and you you know you're a lot I want people to touch my art piece mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to show the texture behind it and then from there you go oh what's this it's a quote you know it's a quote and you and you read the quote and and I want my viewers to walk away from it inspired you know a little bit walking taller, you know, yeah. um, uh, have a little touch of creativity as they walk away from it. Now, are these your personal heroes that you've used the quotes from? Have people given you suggestions of quotes that they love, that they that they feel would combine yeah. with this specific <laughs> superhero, so or did it start that way and then yeah. it kind of evolved, I guess? Well, this ties, ties us all us back to advertising. So as, um, as I was creating my career, um, I started collecting quotes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I would have a Word document. I would copy and paste these quotes onto this Word document, and um, and they were really interesting quotes to me personally. And this was again, this was probably about twelve years ago. And I remember I'd walk back to my cube, to my office after a, a hard meeting with a client or a, a, a creative director meeting, and I just feel defeated. <clears throat> and uninspired, and I'd open up this Word document, mm -hmm. and I'd just start to read these quotes, and I'm like, okay, yeah, and, you know, things are not that bad, and you know, kind of basically put myself back together and and hit it at it again. Mm -hmm. um, over, I think over 800 quotes later. Wow. Over uh, 72 pages of this Word document mm -hmm. later, it's a whole collection of quotes, all with the, the purpose of just inspiring uh, me and, mm -hmm. and, and I want again this act of sharing I want to share this with with as many people as possible mm -hmm. um, and so the best way for me to have done to do this is to incorporate it into my artwork makes sense yeah. now have you gone through the 150 pounds or do you still have <laughs> more to, uh, <clears throat> to go uh, so I've done uh, 19 gallery showings okay wow. um, the 20th is going to be in uh, Las Vegas wow. in, uh, this coming June, um, and I have not made a dent in wow. this comic book. I, I use every part of the comic books, even the ads uh, I use uh, wow. in my art piece. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been an artist and doing these exhibits? Sure. Um, so I'm three years into the the art world. Okay. Uh, and um, I, like I said, I've I've had 19 gallery showings. Uh, I got picked up by two galleries, uh, one in Portland, Oregon. Uh huh. Um, and uh, next year, I, I'm John Wayne Airport is oh. gonna feature me as a solo artist uh, for the month of June. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. That's you. awesome. Especially it's right in the heart of where you live and everything else. So that's yeah. probably gotta be. Special, right? Yes. To do that. Well, that's, that's uh, if I may, if I may build off of that. Uh, it's interesting because um, it's really paralyzing when you have an idea and, and, and you know it's a big idea, right? Um, and, and 
and but you don't know how or where to start it, mm -hmm. right? Because you know in your heart of hearts there's a big idea, mm -hmm. and and this was it. This was this was the case. Uh, I knew it was a big idea, but I just needed to do something. I just mm -hmm. needed to start it. I just needed to make that first piece of art, and I made it, and I have it, and it's about this big. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. Okay, I was gonna ask you too it's whether terrible. whether it's evolved it's since the beginning. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Okay. And I have it in my office. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and and I look at it because it reminds me that in any venture, in any idea, in any anything that you want to do, you gotta take that first step. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I started. I took that first step. I started making something, and then I started here in Orange County. You know, um, my first show was in Newport Beach. That's great. That's great. Um, so the other questions I had, I think you kind of answered. I was going to ask you, like, what surprised you the most, or how it evolved, and you you kind of covered that. Yeah. But you did mention Orange County, and since this is the Orange County chapter of the American Advertising Federation's podcast, we always like to ask our guests, why Orange County? Why do you like having your home here? And you know, does it need more to have your exhibit at the airport in Orange County versus? other places, I guess that's what I'm putting Yeah, absolutely. I, I, again, it goes back to what I was saying. I, this is where I live, and, and, and I love where I live. I like where I live. I, uh, you know, uh, our family is here, my wife and our two kids. And um, this is a place for me to get things started, right? You always, every time you have to walk, if you want to go somewhere, right, you have to walk out your door first, mm -hmm. right? So start where you're at, okay? Now, Orange County is really fantastic, in my opinion. Um, and here's what I mean, why, why I think that, is that, so California as a whole is a bubble, right? California, I think in the last, the, the last um, quote was, um, it's the fifth or sixth largest economy in the world. Okay. That's pretty amazing, yeah. if you think about it. We, we, we make more money than the Philippines. That's where I came from. Okay. Right? That's pretty amazing, right? That's pretty incredible. Um, so California as a whole is a bubble within the United States. Southern California is a bubble within California, right? Orange County is a bubble within Southern California, within the bubble of California. So okay. we live a bubble within a bubble within a bubble. Okay. okay. There might be a quote there. <laughs> right. Now, uh, I think that's fascinating because... Could you imagine what it takes to to not just live in Orange County, not just to to survive in Orange County, but to thrive in Orange County? That's pretty extraordinary if you really think about it. Okay, if you think about all the the industries, the businesses, the people that 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 live and work here, and and, and for us to work so hard to to make a name for Orange County within a bubble, in a bubble, in a bubble, in a global economy. That's extraordinary, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I feel very, very blessed. I feel uh, honored. <clears throat> I feel honored to, to, to be part of mm -hmm. this community that we have. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. That's great. It <laughs> makes a big difference, right? Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time today, and thank you so much for sharing with us about creativity, about your, about your work as a teacher, about your work as an artist. Uh, before we officially wrap up, do you have any websites or places that people can go view your art, maybe go to a social channel? Sure, absolutely. So my official website is conceptzombie.com. 
uh, people ask me all the time, why Concept Zombie? Uh, Concept Zombie is, is the, the name that I, I came up with. This I'm, I've always been a big fan of zombies before The Walking Dead, before zombie was the new okay. thing, right? <laughs> And um, the idea that I, I had with the word zombie is that zombies never gives up. Oh, nice. Right? It doesn't matter. You cut off their legs, they're still coming after you, yeah. right? They, they, you cut off their arm, you have to shoot them in the head to make them stop. Mm-hmm. And plus, they, they usually walk in the middle of the night. They, <laughs> they work during the middle of the night. The witching hour, the right? The witching hour. <laughs> um, and, and I love concepting. So it's conceptzombie.com. And uh, yes, my my new uh, my upcoming art show is going to be at the Art Institute of Las Vegas, um, in from the month of June, July, and August. And August third, I'm going to do a uh, artist talk okay. at the Art Institute of Las Vegas. And do you have a website for Real Heroes? Uh, it, it's going to be under um, uh, Concept Zombie also. Oh, okay, got it. But got it. my my uh, my social media handle is Concept Zombie. Uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Fantastic. So. Thank you so much for doing this again, Fernando. Yes, thank you. Great to see you, and I appreciate your time today and sharing with us. It's such a pleasure. Thank you, Rob.